Hello, and welcome to the Holistic Money Podcast. I'm your host, certified financial planner and money mindset coach, Whitney Morrison. Over the past seven years, I've taken myself from credit card debt and no savings to a seven-figure net worth. I did this without a budget or a restrictive money plan, but instead, smart, sustainable wealth-building strategies combined with changing my relationship with money. In this podcast, you'll learn the ins and outs of my no-budget philosophy, practical wealth-building strategies, and key mindset shifts to make it happen. There is no shortage of information out there to tell you what to do with money, but teaching you how to think and feel about money, that's my secret sauce. If you've been waiting for a podcast that gives you actionable strategies to not only build wealth, but also feel really good while you're doing it, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Holistic Money Podcast and Happy New Year. It is officially 2023. This is the time of year where you can start to think about what do you want from this year? Personally, I am really looking forward to this next year. I have so many ways that I plan to help you with your money in 2023. I'm actually teaching a free money masterclass on January 17th, where I'm going to break down the four steps to build wealth in 2023 without restriction and without tedious budgeting. I created this masterclass to take the mystery out of wealth building and teach you a very simple, very doable process to build wealth that doesn't come from a restrictive, cutting back, having less, living smaller mindset, because I find that tends to be the approach that most people take to budgeting and wealth building. And that's just not the mindset that you're actually going to need to build wealth. So this masterclass is designed to show you how to simplify the wealth building process, what you really need to focus on in 2023, and lastly, the secret to being consistent with your money plan. So it's not just one of those things that you do in January and February, but you do it the entire year and you actually start to move through the financial phases to get to that freedom phase, which is where we all want to be with our money. You can register for this masterclass through my Instagram. I will have a link to registration there. You can also go to the show notes of this episode. I will have a link to register for this masterclass. Or you can join my email list. And when you're on my email list, you will get notification of this masterclass and you will be invited to join. This is for everyone that is listening out there that wants to do money better in 2023. It's going to be an awesome masterclass filled with a ton of value and a lot of my best content. And it actually has informed today's podcast. Because what I'm talking about in today's podcast actually developed as I was working through my masterclass. I was working with one of my coaches, Amanda Horvath. I told her that I genuinely believed that money mapping was much more effective than budgeting and helping you build wealth. And she asked me, if you believe that, then how come every single person in your life hasn't adopted the money mapping system yet? And I thought it was such a brilliant question because it made me think about for the people that I love the most, for the people that I have a lot of influence over because they're in my life, they're my friends, they're my family. Why is it that some of them haven't adopted the system yet, especially if I believe that it can really help them and take them where they want to go on their financial journey? What is their resistance points? And I found some common themes in mindsets, and this developed what I now call the four money blocks or four disempowered money mindsets that prevent you from building wealth. I want to go through these four mindsets 
and I'm going to talk through them. And then I'm going to show you what you're missing. I'm going to help you understand why that mindset is blocking you and preventing you from building wealth. You're going to listen to these four disempowered money mindsets, and it's pretty likely you're going to see a little bit of yourself in every single one of these mindsets. I know I have experienced all of these mindsets, but you're also going to be able to start to see how you can change the way that you think about money and yourself so that you don't let this disempowered money mindset run the show. So let's get started. Disempowered money mindset number one is thinking that building wealth means cutting back. And I want to specifically talk about how this shows up because this may not be a conscious thought that is actually running through your head, but it shows up in your relationship with money and specifically your relationship to managing money. The underlying belief of this mindset is that in order to build wealth, and have more money, you have to stop spending so much. You have to reduce the amount of pleasure that you have in your life today in order to reluctantly put money towards your future, towards your savings, and towards your investing. And like I said, this may not be a conscious thought, but it is absolutely the sentiment in which you approach managing money or even the idea of being quote unquote good with money. It all comes down to, I need to spend less. I need to have less in my life, less pleasure, less joy, less trips, less dinners out with friends, less convenience. And so the entire belief system that surrounds building wealth is all about restriction and having less and living smaller. And it's kind of like dieting culture, right? Where whenever you decide you want to lose weight and all of a sudden you go on a diet, and then you can't have carbs and sugar anymore. And you just start to look at your life and you're like, damn, do I really want to spend the next 20 years, 30 years with no carbs and no sugar? A lot of people take this same mindset as it relates to being good with money. They think that they can't have the money version of carbs and sugar and they just got to say no to everything. And like that is just not the mindset in which you are actually going to build wealth. That's the mindset in which that you're going to have this on again, off again relationship with money. Because what happens, just like when you go on that diet and all of a sudden you get fed up with consistently depriving yourself, you're going to feel the same way with money. So what do you do? You oscillate back to this version of yourself where you're like, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to live my life like this. This sucks. I only live once. I want to just live my life and have fun. And then what happens when you're over here is you start to worry. You start to worry because you're not in touch with your money. And then the pain of being in the avoidant, I don't care, I'm just going to do what I want, the pain starts to get higher and higher because the worry starts to get higher and higher, which makes you oscillate back to, all right, I'm going to get back in control with my money. I'm going to get back on it. I'm going to build this budget. It's going to feel great. But it becomes your say no plan. It becomes that restriction plan. And then you don't like that. And it's just this painful roller coaster that you're oscillating back and forth. And they're both driven by this belief of scarcity and restriction. Wealth building is not about cutting back. Wealth building is actually about having more of what you want in your life. It's about getting really clear on your financial priorities. It's about getting really clear on what is going to help you have more freedom, more ease, and less worry with money. And that is what wealth building is. And 
in order for you to achieve those things, you don't have to know how much money you're spending on entertainment versus eating out versus clothing. That is actually not what helps you build wealth. Budgeting is actually not what helps you build wealth. What helps you build wealth is getting clear on what you want more of in your life and learning to be in relationship with the having of money, with the having of wealth. So it's actually not an exercise of restriction. It's an exercise of expansion by learning to extract value from money that you have in your bank accounts, not only learning to extract value from the money that you spend on stuff. Because having money in your bank accounts, when you have trust that it's there and that you can replenish it and recreate it when you need it, gives you so much financial freedom and so much financial security and so much less financial worry, which is integral to a high quality of life. So for me, wealth building is not about saying no. It's not about having less. It's about saying yes and having more. And I want you to really see that. I want you to see the difference in those two mindsets as it relates to building wealth, as it relates to managing your money, Because it creates two very different outcomes for you. And it creates so much less pain in the wealth building process when you're really acutely able to see what you're actually doing. You are not living a life of restriction. That's not how you build wealth. You build wealth by pursuing a life of expansion and pursuing a life of having. Disempowered money mindset number two is that you think that you don't have enough money to build wealth. I put up an Instagram post about a month ago where I walked through the six accounts that everyone needs. And you would not believe the response that I got from the internet about this post. There were a lot of people that loved the post, saved the post, and implemented these accounts in their their lives. But there were another handful of people that were offended that I had suggested that they should have these six accounts because the question was, Where do you expect me to get the money to actually put into these accounts? And the underlying mindset that was underneath that is I don't have enough money to build wealth. So don't tell me the accounts that I need to actually build wealth because I don't have enough money to do that. And the question I'm always asking is, well, tell me what you do have money for. Do you have enough money for your bills? Do you have enough money to buy groceries? Do you have enough money to go out with your friends? What do you choose to have money for? And how do you manage the money that you actually have, because you do have some money. So how do you choose to manage that? Or do you use the thought, I don't have enough money as a permission slip to not to have to manage your money? Because really, the thought is, I don't have enough of it anyway. I'm going to spend it all. It doesn't matter how I manage it because I'm spending it all today. And I'm just curious, what if you were to question that a little bit deeper? What if you were to start to develop a relationship with managing the money that you actually have while you have it, and then work on increasing your income or reducing your bills, whatever it is that you need to do, so you do have more money for your savings and your investing and your wealth building. But if the leading thought is, I don't have enough money, the result of that is that you're not present with and that you're not caring for the money that you do have. And the way you manage the money that you have now is the way that you're going to manage money that you have in the future. The way you manage $1,000 or $100 is the same way you're going to manage $10,000 or $100,000. And that thought, I don't have enough money, it's a sticky thought. It will stay with you even when 
your income increases, or even when you move to a new state where cost of living decreases, right? You will have these opportunities to have more money in your life. But when the leading thought that you always have in your brain is that I don't have enough money, when your brain is addicted to seeing that as the reality of your life, you will continue to create that as the reality of your life. So it's very important to break the addiction to that belief Even if you're like, no, Whitney, this is real. I really don't have enough money. I lost my job or my income is really low or I took a 40% pay cut because of the economy. Even in those times, it is important to focus on what you do have and not let I don't have enough money become an identity for you. Because like I said, it is a sticky, sticky thought that will hang around no matter how your external circumstances actually shift or what financial opportunities are actually presented to you. So going back to the people that were offended at me saying that everyone needs these six accounts because they don't have enough money to actually fund these accounts, I'm just curious what would happen if we were to completely take that sentence out of their brain. If they were to remove that identity as a person that doesn't have enough money, if they were to remove the expectation that their financial future is going to continue to move forward in such a way that they continue to not have enough money, what would just happen if they opened these accounts? Opening accounts are free. If you bank at an online bank, which I suggest all of you bank at an online bank, you can open up checking and savings accounts for free. You can open up an investment account for free. You can open up an after-tax brokerage account for free, an IRA, a 401k, all of those accounts are free. It's a financial opportunity that's available to you. It's a step forward in your wealth building journey and your financial progress. But I just want to show you how that belief, I don't have enough, can be so loud in people's brains that they don't see the opportunity in front of them simply because they're so used to seeing that they don't have enough. In order to have a relationship with money that isn't dictated by scarcity and fear and not enoughness, you've got to break your addiction to this belief about yourself and you have to start to try on new narratives about money, about your ability to earn money, about the amount of money that you actually have and how you care for it. Disempowered money mindset number three is that you think it's too late for you to build wealth or you think that you should have started sooner, or that you're too far gone, or it's going to require too much work for you to actually build enough wealth to have any kind of meaningful freedom or progress in your life. Now for this money mindset, I'm going to have to call out the financial planning industry, because there's so much reinforcing rhetoric that suggests that if you don't start building wealth in your 20s, then you're screwed because you're not going to be able to fully take advantage of compound interest. And in order to have enough money in your retirement, you're going to have to save an inordinate amount of money today that nobody can actually afford to save that amount of money. And so there's just a lot of reinforcing evidence that suggests that you really are far behind and that it's too late for you or that you're never going to catch up and it's going to require too much savings and too much hard work. I think it's so important to reinforce this very fact. There is no such thing as missing the boat. There's no such thing of should have gotten started sooner or being mad at yourself for the decisions that you made in your 20s or your 30s or even your 40s or 50s, however old you are, it doesn't matter, because there is no boat. There's no boat that you missed. 
there's no going back in time and starting your wealth building journey 20 years earlier or 10 years earlier than where you are now and arguing with that reality and making yourself wrong and shooting yourself and just telling yourself that it's too late for you is doing nothing but keeping you stuck exactly where you are. I want you to know that I believe in you. And honestly, that's not that important. It's more important that you believe in you. But the reason why I believe in you is because I have seen so much evidence of people at all ages starting their wealth building journey. I have a client that is 72 years old and she started her business in 2020 and is well on her way to having a million dollar business in 2023. And she is building her wealth right now as we speak. I believe in the human resourcefulness. I believe there are so many different paths to financial independence and financial freedom. Starting to save and invest for your financial future in your early 20s is one way to build wealth and achieve financial freedom. But there are millions of other ways that you can do this. It doesn't have to be that specific way. And and if that wasn't your specific way, that is okay. Where you are starting from right now is the perfect point to get started. You have learned everything that you've needed to learn up until this point to get you where you are today. And moving forward, you have to start believing in your own resourcefulness and your own ability to create money and create financial freedom for yourself because it does exist for you. It is never too late. That is simply a thought that is keeping you stuck and is keeping you from actually taking the actions, the meaningful actions that will get you to where you want to go. And I just want to tell you, this financial freedom, this outcome that you're going for is equally as satisfying as the process to actually get there. I promise. And if you can start to change your relationship to the process to actually love growing and getting better with your money and having more freedom and creating more income streams and increasing your income and finding creative ways to live and support yourself in retirement, that's all available to you. But hating the process is not the way that you get the result that you want. Loving the process is how you eventually build the result that you want. And in order to love the process, you start today by stopping that narrative that you're too far behind, too far gone. It's going to take too much hard work. Yes, it will take hard work. It will take dedication. It will take commitment. But it is 100% worth it. Getting 1% better every day is what we work towards here at Holistic Money. We work on incremental financial change to get to where you want to go. Disempowered money mindset number four is that you think in order to build wealth, you just need to earn more. I'm not going to lie. I struggled with this one a lot in my wealth building journey. And what happened for me is I was constantly focused on making more money, so much so that I started making financial decisions today based off of the amount of money that I thought I would be making in the future. So I would look at renting an apartment or buying a car. And instead of looking at my money that I had today, like the actual money that was in my bank accounts, how much I was earning, I would make the decision on how much car I could afford or how much apartment I could afford based on how much money I thought I would be earning later. And so what I created for myself is I was always one step behind. And in order to, quote unquote, solve my financial problems, 
I just needed to continue to make more money, but my lifestyle kept rising, which meant my income needed to keep rising, and it was like a never-ending cycle. I think one of the trickiest things about this mindset is it can be difficult to see when you're actually in it. Especially if you are a high-income earner, then you can feel satisfied with just being able to pay your bills or pay off your credit card, and you can be like, yes, I'm keeping up with my lifestyle, and I'll really start that investing and that saving more money as soon as I make more money. So it can be really tricky to even see what you're doing in the moment because you can think to yourself like, oh, I'm doing fine. I got this. I'm covering my bills. Everything's taken care of. But the issue is that wealth building does not happen in the earnings part of your money equation. When all of your focus is going on earning more money, what you aren't focusing on and what you aren't caring for is how you actually use the money that you earn. And that's a skill you have to learn in order to build wealth. But it's very difficult to see that when you're in the middle of all of this because you just think, oh, when I get to that next milestone, when I hit that next raise, when I, when I go from half a million to a million, I'm, I'm going to have that extra money. But you won't. You won't because you haven't developed the skill on managing money and using it effectively to build the financial future that you want for yourself. You're going to constantly be running on that income treadmill. And at some point, you're going to get tired. You're going to be huffing and puffing and out of breath, and you're really going to want to take a break, but you won't have the financial cushion to actually do it for yourself. I know for me at some level, I knew that that was happening, and I knew that I was going to get tired, and I was feeling disappointed at the end of each year when I would look at my bank accounts or look at my net worth and not see the amount of growth that I actually wanted to see. And I started to develop a little bit of shame around this, being a high income earner who wasn't actually investing and saving. So if that's you, if you're someone who's like, I feel really ashamed, I make a lot of money, but I don't have much to show for it. And I just want to tell you that your shame is actually coming from the way that you're thinking about yourself and believing that you've done something wrong and that you should have done something differently. But here's what I'll tell you. I don't believe that you should have done it differently. I don't believe that you've done anything wrong. We can't go back. We can't change the past. We can only move forward with what you know today. So if you do notice a little bit of shame about your lifestyle or how much money you're earning and how much money you're not saving and investing, then I just want you to get more curious about this shame and really start to have more compassion for yourself and start to really understand what's driving this decision-making process. Because if you continue to avoid the shame, then you will continue to avoid your money and you will perpetuate this cycle. At some point, you have to be able to really look at what you're doing and start to address it and develop new habits with your money. And remember, these aren't necessarily cutting back or restrictive habits with your money. They are simply using your money more intentionally to reflect the financial future that you actually want for yourself. And that may start to look different for you the way that you actually choose to use your money. Notice if there's any shame around starting to use your money differently or use your money more intentionally to get more of what you want and less of what you don't want. And that may look like, hey, maybe I stopped buying designer clothes or it may look like, hey, I continue to buy designer clothes, but I cut out this other thing that actually isn't as important to me. But your lifestyle will shift. You will start to have higher awareness and intentionality with your money, but that's nothing to be ashamed of. That's nothing to feel like you failed or you're doing it wrong simply because you're more aware and conscious and intentional with how you use your money and why you use it. 
I think sometimes we think that the goal is to have unlimited money and spend it however we want and not have to think about money. But I mean, think about if you were in a relationship with someone where you had the similar set of values and guiding principles that are existing within your relationship, like your partner, for example. You're like, yeah, I just use you however I want, whenever I want. I don't think about it. I just do what I want, right? It's like, it's not the foundation for a healthy relationship. So the same goes with money. The goal with money is not to just never worry about it, spend as much money as you want, get everything that you want in the moment at all times. The goal with your money is to use your limited resources most efficiently and most effectively to get the highest return in the life that you're living. And so that does require a little bit of scrutiny, consideration, intentionality that requires saying no, not just always saying yes. The goal with money is not just always to say yes. It is to say no so you can actually say yes to the things that actually really, really matter. So that's a key distinction, a key shift from I'm just going to earn more, I'm just going to keep spending, and it's going to be bad, and I should be ashamed if I decide to cut out, if I decide to do things differently. Okay, so I just want to I just want to tell you that for anyone that may be in that situation, because I know I had some shame around what it may look like externally if I decided to shift my lifestyle and stop spending so much money in these ways that actually weren't building what I wanted for my life. All right, everyone, this was a really fun episode to record, and I'm so curious to hear your feedback. Also, if you listen to this and you're like, oh my gosh, my mom, my friend, my sister, my brother, my coworker, my entrepreneur bestie needs to hear this, send them this podcast. Let them get in on this juice because having awareness around your disempowered money mindset is the step to getting closer to an empowered, resourceful relationship with your money. All right, I will see you in the next episode. I hope you have a great week. Have you ever built a budget, but within weeks felt exhausted by the spreadsheets, the upkeep, or the restrictive spending categories? If so, you are not alone. Budgeting has never worked for me, so I created a new way, money mapping. Money mapping has all of the things you need to be successful in your wealth building journey. It's simple, organized, and automated, but most importantly, it offers a completely new way to relate to money and manage it in your life. If you're ready to kick off your no budget strategy for building wealth, sign up for my free money map training at www.holistic-money.com forward slash money map. Here's to building wealth with ease.